Kwaba. Welcome back to the Team Ghana U podcast, by size where you receive news, updates, discussion, and everything significant football and Ghana related. As always, I want you, the listeners, to be as involved by tweeting or emailing us for discussion or wanting more information. Hi guys, um, apologies for the delay in regards to the release of the podcast. Um, I had a number of things on which I delayed me from actually recording, but I'm glad to be recording today. I was actually a little bit concerned actually in regards to actually whether there was anything to talk about to be to be honest, but I think there's always something to talk about in regards to Ghanaian football. And today I found three things in which I would like to talk about. Um, I saw an article, and I always like to give credit where credit is due, actually. So these articles I'm going to go over today are from Ghana Soccernet and also Ghana Web, um, and I'll detail them. So the first thought that crossed my mind today was, um, do do Ghanaian coaches, actually, those who are in charge of the national team, do they actually um, um, keep an eye or keep a breath of what's actually going on in the Ghana, the Ghana in Premier League, or even in the divisions below, they may not see it fit to actually go and actually scout in those divisions. But um, I guess with so much experience, and I'm talking about with someone like Chris Hewton, sometimes I think you might want to have um, an eye or certainly a finger on the pulse as to the things that are taking place under your regime, but certainly in your league, if that makes any sense. And the reason why I kind of say that is, I say that for a number of reasons, actually, and I'm going to talk about this one, I'll talk about this one. No, I'll talk about where my thought my thought first came from. It came from this article, the Ghana Soccernet um, article, where it says, well, the title is, Former Ghana coach um, C.K. Econor urges thorough scouting for Black Stars ahead of AFCON's 2023, which is only in about a month's time, actually. So I'm going to read the article, and then I'm going to go into maybe a bit more depth. So it says, Former coach Charles Econor has emphasised the need for meticulous studying of opponents by technical handlers of the Black Stars, as they prepare for the 2023 Af- Africa Cup of Nations in Ivory Coast. Now, he's talking about studying the opponents, whereas I what I was talking about was actually scouting in terms of understanding the players within the Ghana and Premier League. And there's another reason. There's a re- in fact, I'll say the reason. I'll, I'll read the rest of the article in just a moment. But not too long ago, I saw the, the news of Ghanaian youngster Ali Fadal making his debut for Valencia on the weekend. And that adds a bit more context to the article. And the reason why I say that is, and I'm going to read this article in just a moment, or there might be much, in fact, don't believe there's much to, in fact, no, I'll read it. I'll read bits and pieces. I don't like jumping from one thing to another, but let me just do that very quickly. Valencia, <clears throat> this is from Ghana Web. Valencia head coach Ruben Baraja says Ghanaian youngster Ali Fadal has a great future ahead of him. The youngster made his senior debut for the Spanish side on Tuesday. December the 5th, in their Copa del Rey game against lower-tier side Arosa SC. Fadal impressed with the 19 minutes he got on the pitch, with fans yearning to see more of the Valencia Mestalla product in, the, in senior games. Now, I find that really interesting, because I did a bit of research as to where he came from, and he's come from somewhere in the States. Um, oh, sorry, I think he was born in Kamasi, then obviously I'm assuming he got a scholarship or something to the States, studied there, and then via whatever, whatever route or avenue, he's found his way to Valencia. So congratulations, first and foremost, to this young man on making his senior debut for Valencia. Um, well, apparently, he's made a few appearances prior in friendlies and stuff like that, but obviously, this is more of a real senior debut. So congratulations to him in regards to that. But on the subject of what I was talking about as to what Okanor was talking about as to scouting, or certainly the subject of scouting, I am sure 
there are more players like Fadal in the Ghanaian Premier League. Of course, Fadal has been he's been polished a lot more. He's gone to the States. He's had some great coaching or certainly good coaching. And then also he's gone to Valencia and he's had more good coaching as well. But those products or certainly those players, certainly the raw material was certainly in Ghana. And I guess my question is, as coaches, certainly senior coaches, is enough, or forget senior coaches, senior coaches and scouts or representatives of the Ghanaian Federation um, underneath what would be Chris Hewton or a Chris Hewton-like figure. So not just on him, I'm talking about managers in the past. Do they do their research or is enough being done to um, include those, um, the local boys, because that's how they label them, um, into the Ghanaian setup? Because there's a lot been made, certainly in recent years, or certainly many, many a year in regards to including those boys into the setup. And I've always found that, that argument interesting. I've always made it, uh, I won't say I've made it, but I've always looked at it as a, a local thing versus the diaspora, whereas it doesn't need to be like that. But actually, looking at the news of Fadal, Ali Fadal actually making his, his, his senior debut for Valencia, it makes me think, actually, has enough been done? Because let me find out how old he is, because he can't be that old. Um, he He's 19, you know, so... You know, he hasn't been around the block as such, you know. So it makes me think, yes, he must have been polished or he has been polished, but he has come through the Ghanaian system as to him being born in Ghana, playing in Ghana, getting a scholarship, potentially, I'm not too sure, you know, playing in the States and then going to Valencia, you know. So those sort of, those those local products or those players are in Ghana. So that's actually a question I want to, to pose out there, you know. Someone might tell me, no, I don't believe they do enough, you know, but I guess it's a question. But I'm going to read the rest of this article via Ghana, Ghana Soccernet, what Makanor um, was talking about. Um, the four-time AFCON champions are eager to end their 41-year trophy drought in the upcoming 34th edition of the tournament. 34, sorry, 41 years. Incredible. Akonor, who made 51 appearances for Ghana and participated in the 2000 AFCONs co-hosted in Ghana and Nigeria believes that while the team possesses enough talent, success will depend on thorough scouting of group opponents. My question is, is thorough scouting being done in Ghana in regards to ensuring players are being brought into the setup? Because we're having this same old age or old old age, yeah, like old age argument in regards to changing the manager or bring the local boys, etc., etc., and I'm going to read another article very shortly in regards to Chris Hewton. And I, I don't want to say the writing's on the wall, but when you see these sort of articles, the writing in some respect is on the wall. Um, but the comparison I made was of Man United, because Man United are going for very, very similar problems, whether replacing manager after manager after manager. Um, and the players, by and large, have pretty much remained the same. And the argument from, I think it was Rio Ferdinand recently, we can change the manager and we'll be here in two years' time. And I believe the same thing in regards to Chris Hewton. I really do believe that. Um, so I'm unsure that that needs to be done. And that's why I kind of emphasize or encourage giving him time to change to change things, you know, because some of us, certainly from the outside, we don't know what's going on. We don't know what's going on. I think it's quite easy to say we know what's going on, but we don't know what's going on. Um, I want to get to that article in just a moment anyway in regards to Chris Hewton. Uh, but let me just finish this article. Um, exactly what needs to be done in every game is not the same. Very true. There are games you have to attack to win, and there are games you need to defend more to frustrate the opponent. Once we're able to do these things and do our research on the opponents, we'll do well, stated a former Asante Kotoko coach in an interview with Graphic Sports. That is very, very true, by the way. And I think someone like a Chris Hewton, I think, has the expertise and experience to be able to do those type of things. I think Chris Hewton was very good in regards to that. He was very, um, 
he had a very um, um, resilient and very strong Brighton side. I know the Brighton side are different today, but I think you know with the talent he has at his disposal, there's no reason why he can't be successful in that respect. Ghana find itself in Group B alongside formidable opponents such as Egypt, Cape Verde, and Mozambique. The tournament, as I mentioned before, is scheduled to take place from January the 13th to February the 11th. Um, and the Black Stars are determined to make a significant impact after early exit in the last edition. And I believe that was to the Comoros, who we lost to very recently. So, moving on to what will be the final article <clears throat> and where I drew the comparison with Manchester United in some respect, but also when I say the writing is on the wall. And I don't say the writing is on the wall, but I found this really interesting. So this article, again, is by Ghana Soccernet, and it says the title was Ghana coach Chris Hewton among top earners at AFCON 2023. When you see that, there's if, if, so it felt to me like there was a bit of criticism, as in, is he earning, <clears throat> is there good value in Chris Hewton being the Ghanaian coach? Ghana coach Chris Hewton has, revealed, has been revealed sorry, as one of the highest paid managers in upcoming 2023 Africa Cup of Nations in Ivory Coast. According to a report by hmm, um, Seni News, or Seni News, I, I will spell it, S-E-N-E-N-E-W-S, Hewton earns around 500, sorry, 500, 50,000 per month, placing him among the top 10 paid managers at the tournament. Hewton was appointed as the coach of the Black Stars earlier this year, bringing him in a wealth, bringing him so bringing with him a wealth experience from his previous roles as a manager in the Premier League, including stints at Brighton, Forest, and Newcastle United. Very experienced, experienced manager we have. The report <clears throat> also highlights the salaries of other notable managers at the tournament, including Cameroonian legend Rigobert Song, who earns around thirty thousand per month as the manager of the in in. Indomitable Lions. It must be said, Rigobert Song has earned every single penny. Cameroon are a very, very good side. And Nigeria's manager, Jose Pissero, whose paycheck dropped from 70000 to 50000 following a contract extension in September. That should be interesting. I'll do a bit of research in regards to that. Morocco's manager, who led the Atlas Lions to a historic FIFA World Cup semi-final run, commands a salary of around 60000 per month. While AFCON 2023 host manager Jean Gasset earns a mouthwater between 108,000 per month with the Ivory NFA. Bloody hell, that's a lot of money, mate, comparison. Egyptian coach Rui Victoria takes home around 200,000 per month, while Algeria's coach tops the list as the highest paid manager at the tournament, earning an impressive 208,000 per month. Also featured in the report, is former Ghanaian coach Aaron Grant, who earns 25,000 per month as the manager of Zim, the Zamb, sorry, the Zambian national team. I think this is really, really interesting. And, it, and as I was reading that, it made me think, do these do these coaches have different... They definitely have different aims and objectives, but they, do they have different specs in terms of what is expected of them? In terms of, as I was saying moments ago, um, like, should Chris Hewton be looking in the, in the Ghanaian Premier League. Whereas maybe the spec must be said coach needs to look in the Ghanaian Premier League as to develop in the league. Or, or do, do, I hope you understand where I'm coming from in terms of scouting and maybe building infrastructure within the federation and stuff like that. So that should be quite interesting. In fact, I will do something very similar. I said I'm going to use this article and I might build around the articles. I think it'd be interesting to find out what other coaches, certainly in the, in the federation, do 
Um, I think that'll be really interesting. But thank you for your time this week. Apologies for the, the for the delay. Uh, we do have an article coming out. I think it's about it's about a week or two late actually. Um, but this one will follow actually. I want to find out what other coaches are doing in the federation. I think it should be really really interesting um, with up and coming Afcons um, ahead of us in the next eight month or so. Um, but again, thank you for your time, and I look forward to seeing you in about ten days actually now. So yeah, ten days. Take care. That's it for this week's episode. We'll be posting as usual via social media, keeping up with the stories unfold in the coming weeks. As always, you've got any questions or queries, email us at teamgarnieu at gmail.com or tweet or DM us at teamgarnieu on IG or Twitter. Thank you. Take care. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm.